1: This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. And what you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times less than 90 minutes from wherever you are take it away Lindsay.
2: thanks andy all right guys so yesterday espn announced a new music partnership for monday night football this season timbaland and justin timberlake will curate music for seven weeks of monday night football games this season including the week one bills jets season opener the music will be featured in promos game prod- broadcasts and pregame shows uh, last season, of course, ESPN teamed up with Marshmallow to remix the Monday Night Football song. Uh, but yeah, looks like they're getting—they're trying to get more um, hip, I guess, as far as the music choices go for Monday Night Football. So keep an eye out for that.
1: Really cool. That's cool. Actually, that's a good idea. That's a good mix yeah. right there. Good that's beats. That's a really good idea. I, I think they will do that well. I also don't know who Marshmallow is.
2: He's a DJ who wears the big giant uh, marshmallow head on his head.
1: Yeah. Not it's a like clue. A, it,
2: it's literally a giant marshmallow with two X's as the eyeballs and a smiley face. Yeah, that's who my nephew was for Halloween yeah. a couple years ago. Your daughter knows who it is. And I yeah. love
3: working with you, Andy, because you make me seem hipper than I really <laughs> am. <laughs> I have. I am the ultimate. I don't know, but you.
2: I don't sir. know. Andy has a way better sense of pop culture references as far as like music and TV goes than you.
3: But he. Would, uh, that's why I, I, even I know a marshmallow.
2: Yeah, but you probably wouldn't know half of the artists that... Andy does know because no, you're always
3: but, like who, what? Well, yeah, because I don't listen to music, so. Oh,
2: yeah, okay. Exactly. You
1: know what? I've se- I just googled him. Yeah. I've seen Marshmallow before. Yeah, and I guess now that I'm looking at You've him, I should realize. I should have realized that's of course that's Marshmallow. Yeah, he's like a giant many-
2: marshmallow head. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: how many other DJs are there who wear a marshmallow <laughs> head? Yeah. All right. There
3: it yeah. is. So that's Monday Night Football, Timbaland and. J T, very yeah, nice. no, that, big that's sports a, fan. J T,
1: he is. He's a he's a minority owner with the Grizzlies. That's
3: right. He's out there in uh, Memphis. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Lindsay. Lindsay, we got an update too on the on the golf. So okay. f- for next Friday, nineteenth hole, we're gonna have libations. I emailed back and I changed it. I'm going with. Dio Beto's Bender. That's going to be my drink right there. That's, That's
4: pending, by the way. Did you see the email? Why? Morales said we got to check on the Bender part.
3: Okay, then. Okay. Oh, I'm, oh, Tio, I'm just. Dio I'm, Beto's you- Bebida. There it is. Okay. I also changed mine. Well, to what?
4: Um, I added the, instead of just a marg, it's a pomrita.
1: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, very nice. Producer very nice. Laura's
4: unique Palm reader. The, the anyway.
1: bender. I'm sure the bender issue is they don't want to seem like they're encouraging people to be absolutely out of hand. That's wish my they, guess. Yeah, when
3: well, yeah, that means I can't bring away. the guy. And by the way, Liz, right now we just uh, during the break we called my buddy the Degenerate, and I without saying anything, I put him on speaker, and
1: Andy heard his voice. Andy. He has exactly the voice that I imagined.
2: Can you can you give us like a an idea of what it sounds like? Hey,
5: hey! I heard you talking about me. Oh, I can God. behave.
2: Don't bring that guy. I can behave. Sorry, guy. Love you, but don't bring that guy. And he said he's gonna sleep in his car. Oh, then definitely, definitely, do not bring him. Dude can't even, like, arrange to get a hotel. Like, come on.
1: I don't need to. I'm busy behaving. <laughs>
2: That's
3: exactly what he said. That's exactly what he was saying. So, we'll, uh, uh, Donna, you say, put up a pole. We'll put up a pole and see if he can come out here.
2: All right, By digest- the way, Go ahead. really quick, Beto, in, in regards to the golf tournament. So, I've been trying really hard to find a place that would, will allow me to rent a llama for the day. <laughs> because we got to get Pepe's llama out there, right? And I've, I've realized in my rail. research that... <laughs> Like, renting llamas and alpacas for weddings, its that's, like, a thing. What? People a, It is a huge thing. Yeah, it's like, llamas are a sign of, like, good luck and fortune. Yep. And so, Pepe obviously was having some good luck that day when he saw the uh, the llama at the, uh, what concert was it again? Beck. For, Beck. Beck concert. Um. So, yeah, I've been trying to rent a llama to bring to the black old golf outing or have brought there cuz I'm not bringing it there. So if anybody <laughs> has anyone has any leads because uh it seems like the llamas that I've contacted are all booked up for the day. Somebody let let me it? call my well, buddies
1: uh, in the Okay, right um, I found one place, uh, barnyardonwheels.com. Well, okay. They they specialize, it would appear, in renting out llamas and alpacas.
2: Okay, that place is not nearby cuz I did look into that one. Okay, if I, you guys well, are in the circle, just tweet at, you know, producer. Phil's animal rentals. Basically,
3: if you live in Riverside...
2: You got to have a somewhere in like Rondale right. and stuff. Well, Phil, Phil's animal rentals, it's very, very pricey because they are, they run they out all kinds of animals. Hey, hey, but from, Lindsay, like, there's
1: no such thing as a discount llama. Oh, but <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, we don't
2: there's, need
3: a, a, a show llama. We just need a llama. <laughs>
2: we just want a llama there. Like, he doesn't need to, like, no one needs to pet him or anything. We just need him there, like, in a little pen. People can take pictures. No, you, in front you of it, cannot you know?
1: have, like, hilarious. an unpeddable llama yes, around yes, that many people. We need photos. We
5: need photos,
4: though. If we bring
3: the llama, I'm bringing the degenerate guy oh god <laughs> they it's can not, sleep it's it's to not equivalent
4: <laughs> it's not equivalent also really quick because as you guys know pepe had surgery oh, yeah. and he did text me that he's fine and he's good. like, good. can good you please hear. tell everyone i said hi and tell them thank you on my behalf for the get well wishes so right, that's get, from pepe
3: there you go pepe get better he had the hip surgery right
4: that was knee
2: oh it was knee? yeah it was oh, knee okay. surgery oh, good. pepe's llama just tweeted at us and said he's gonna be really upset uh, upset if he can't go so My point. And your 1099,
4: too, was like, we need to change that invoice from you. (laughs) (sighs) Exactly.
3: What a show. Sedano and Cappy are still on vacation. Uh, They'll be back next week. George actually will be in Syracuse this week. He's got Syracuse and Colgate on the ACC network. Cappy comes back sometime this week, doesn't
2: he? No, oh. Cappy's back next week, too. No, okay. Friday. Isn't he back Friday? No, he's not back Friday. Oh
1: Again, yeah, he is ducking mace. So oh,
2: my God. He was originally he back Friday, right? He's ducking
1: mace. So who's in on Friday?
2: Yeah, who's in on so Friday? So I was this, you know, we could do this off the air, but oh, I, I okay. just oh, looked at the oh. schedule because oh, okay, okay. Cap is on the schedule, but <laughs> it's it's a mistake where, like, whoever cha- made that change a while ago just uh-huh. forgot oh, to change the date on that. I know why she wants that. to do it off air.
5: So. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, no, it uh, was
2: just, it was just like a mistake. Like, sometimes things get overlooked on the schedule and things happen I think somebody's name got like deleted because so, like be- someone was going to be able to do it and then they couldn't and they changed it and like the wrong name got deleted right, so well, not back if
3: friendly. you need me I'm here uh, either okay, way
2: well, it, aren't you in
3: already no I'm not mm-hmm. but it's going to be 95 so I'm going to be here <laughs> uh, <okay>. there you <laughs> go ADC. girl problem uh, solved Dodgers yesterday went to check out the game we're talking about this took Brianna's fantastic then the stats came up I didn't know the Diamondbacks had won 13 of 15 before they came to see the Dodgers this week and then the Dodgers yesterday had uh, Kershaw win his distance. Did, I mean, went the five, looked good. Tonight, this is what Andy is the concerning part for the Dodgers, right? You're looking good right now. It's September. Right now, I'm not going to get into, oh, they're not going to beat the Braves in the playoffs. I'm not doing that. Playoffs, whatever. It's a, once you get I mean, look, there, figure it out.
1: The Braves are really, really, really good. Yeah. And maybe there's nothing the Dodgers can do about that. But
3: then after Kershaw tonight, they're throwing Ryan Pepio. Mm-hmm. who is a man who missed most of the season because of an yep. oblique injury. Who he, yep. he was supposed to make the team coming out of uh, spring training. Yeah. Oblique injury took longer than needed for him to heal. He's throwing today. But in many ways, I want to give a lot of credit to the Dodgers front office for sticking with their guys while figuring out what are we doing to plug the hole right now. It just At times, it felt this season... Like they had the dam ready to bust, and they had, they had just fingers in there trying to just stop the water from getting out, and then eventually the water receded, right? They've been doing that. You're like, wait, this is a team, if you're telling me you're throwing Kershaw with then Pepio, like, oh, this is a wild card team. Not a team that's up 13 and a half games. We've been around a lot of teams in all sports. And by the
1: way, it wasn't that long ago where they were third in the division.
3: At the All-Star break. Yeah. At the All-Star break, Arizona's right there. Everybody, that was a month ago. So we've been around a lot of teams that have this juju, right? Some vibe about them. Like, it's hard to explain, and I don't ever get like this, but do they make you want to go
1: watch a game? Well, okay. When you were talking about the juju and the vibe, we've also been around teams, and in particular, Dodger teams that had the opposite. Remember 2007? That was the year of the kids versus the veterans. Matt Kemp and Jeff Kent. Right. That was maybe the worst clubhouse or locker room I've ever been around in all my years, covering a lot of different sports, a lot of different teams. That was a vibe that was poisonous. And that was a bad old locker room too. There was no
3: room to go. Well, it was
1: like the mix of you had like Nomar and Luis Gonzalez, like you said. Jeff Kent, Brad Penny, Derek Lowe. And then the young guys, the kids, they were talked about like Matt Kemp, James Loney, Andre well, Ethier, Kershaw, Russell Martin. Russell Martin, like all those guys who were, to be totally honest, outplaying the veterans. Yep. But they were the veterans were on the field still a lot because they were getting a lot of deference from I believe at the time it was Grady Little, and they right, Grady. But the team was not good, and when they lose, which was often. The veterans were often not there to be seen, and the kids had to go out there and talk. And by the end You're of the season,
3: because right, we talked to Matt
1: Kemp a lot. Yeah, Matt the- Kemp, Russell Martin, you know, Kershaw when he did pitch, Ether, like those guys were all out front and center. And you could feel this, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, like civil war mm. inside that clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And I remember by the end of it, I had never been happier to have a season be done than that one. And that, after a while, snowballs. And the reason I bring that up is this feels like a group where the vibe has just been snowballing in a positive way, where just something good happens. You build on that. Something good happens again. You build on that more. And then all of a sudden, this team becomes better than it feels like they have any right to be. You know what I like about sports over the last,
3: maybe the last decade? You no longer have that veteran against young guy, Hey rookie, you got to know your place. Yeah, you, you still got to know your place. You still got to go get the donuts. You still got to carry the bag here. But none of this, like you speak when spoken to, kind of attitude. Like you don't have the young players walking around with, you know, like they're gonna be like they're on eggshells. Right. I, I remember hearing CC Sabathia a couple years ago talk about when he was at the end of his tenure with the Yankees. Why those Yankee teams were good, because anytime a, a, somebody got called up from AAA. They embraced him. Right. They brought him in, and they made him feel comfortable. He said, because that kid is going to help us win eventually. Why be scared? It's already scary enough as it is when you get called up, because CeCe talks about when he got called up with the Indians, how he was 20 years old, two years removed from going to the prom, had no (laughs) idea really what he was doing, but because he was this bonus baby, everybody was picking on him and just completely rousing him, and he didn't want to be there. They didn't want to interact with the teammates. They didn't want to play well because he wanted to be gone. And there's a reason the Guardians, didn't, uh, Indians at that time didn't do anything for him, right? Go to the Yankees, change that culture around. And that's what successful teams do. That's what the Dodgers have done in the last couple of years where you start seeing guys get called up and you get called up and you get, you plug and you play right away Yeah. and you perform right away. And that culture starts with the front office and Dave Roberts and what's going on. Because Grady Little was that old school manager of like,
1: nope, nope. I mean, you know, was a lot of nope from Grady Little. There was a lot of nope from Grady Little. I mean, look. It's one thing to put rookies sort of through their paces so that, you know, they yeah, can you have to, you have like to they, can under, they can understand like this is a new level of job and professionalism and accountability and, you know, you you have to you're also getting these guys where they're used to being like the BMOC. Mm-hmm. And you have to explain to them that like you've entered a different level. Correct. It's one thing to remind them that you're a rookie and you don't know everything yet mm-hmm. it's another thing to pick on them for the sake of picking on them. yes because I went through it before yeah and because I went through it it's like you know it's like fraternity hazing yeah because I went through it you need to go through it is there really a point no the point is I'm putting you through what I went through yeah
3: and if you hated it, why are you doing it to me?
1: Right, exactly.
3: Like that, oh, it's a rite of passage. You know what? I'm, I'm glad all that stuff. I mean, there's is a coming.
1: lot of things that were rites of passages that we eventually decided these are dumb. Exactly. These are dumb things to do to people.
3: You know what's not dumb? The 710 ESPN Golf Tournament. It's going to be party, depends party, depends if your friend oh, shows party. up. Oh, the, the,
5: <laughs> and if the llama
3: shows up. And if yeah. my friend and the llama, oh, drama llama, all that other stuff. The 10th annual SoCal Hyundai ESPN LA Golf Classic is presented by Coors Light. Oh, Coors Light, heck yeah, that's what I need. And Hollywood Park Casino next Friday at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. And even if you're not golfing with us that day, show up. The 19th hole party starts at 4 with the afternoon show. Thanks to Sunday Swagger, San Pedro Fish Market, Cravable, and Tequila Mandala.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
4: Thanks, Chris. And today, I was asking Andy right now when he walked out if he has serious XM on his car. Because I had it when I first got my car, and then I was like, yeah, I'm not paying for all that. I just got a free subscription, and I stumbled into this um, channel called Aguila. It's like 322. 322. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah. So I was like, bro, because they didn't have this when I initially Uh got my car. This is like a new thing for me. I'm like jamming the whole time to work. I was like, I'm in a banda mood. This came up. Los Angeles de Charlie, Bobby Pulido. I was like. Oh, my God. I got to throw it back to some Yeah, rieleros, And then like, uh, Channel, so channel 13
3: is Pitbull Radio.
4: Yeah, Pitbull Radio. My boy DJ
3: Ron. Mr. 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 Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
4: wow. they had, like, the typical ones that they had when I first got my yeah. subscription was Caliente and En Vivo. And the new one is this one, the 322 and Heat can, like, Uno. It's Uno. So, they're so good. I'm so we, proud of them. My
1: daughter's old school. We used to have this running joke. The crossing guard looked exactly like Pitbull. Okay. And he
5: was and he was
1: really, really. He was really animated, like okay. in the way he would direct tra- traffic at the cross uh, as the crossing guard, mm-hmm. like he was performing. So we we're always like Mr. Worldwide there directing traffic around the school. That's hilarious. He looked exactly like Pitbull. That's
3: you know, funny. That's uh, Andy Kamenetsky who often gets confused for Pitbull at Laker games. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'd sure. like, I'd like to think I'm getting Jason Statham.
3: We'll give you a little Jason. Depends on how shiny the the dome is the right dome? now. I'm about the Duran in for Sedano and Cap. The uh, guys are still on vacation this week. George is actually a staycation getting ready for Syracuse and Colgate on the ACC network this weekend. you play volleyball?
1: Uh, my daughter plays. Does she? Yeah. She's really into it. In the club world or she's out there? She's Um, she's not in the club world, but she she she, will she be played soon. she played for her uh middle school. She's she has tryouts for the next team coming there up next go. week. She's very very into it. Like That's she's cool. not
4: How bruised is she?
1: Um She's not that tall, so I guess her her center of gravity is lower, like lower falls stuff like okay. that. Um but you my do.
4: her arms were done.
1: Well, I actually got her those forearm yeah. sleeves. Okay. So that helps. Uh, she loves it. Yeah, She's not into sports, but love she it. loves yeah, volleyball.
3: Cool. That's cool. Well, the reason I'm bringing that up, you know what's going on in Nebraska right now? Yes. Crazy. I just saw the tweet right now. Over ninety thousand people are at Nebraska right now. The stadium where the black shirts play, great football program, Tommy Frazier back in the day, watching women's volleyball. Now, I know Nebraska is a really good women's volleyball program, but 90,000 in the stadium, mind you, volleyball court
1: is half the size I of know. a basketball court. It's not a big court at all. No.
3: Would you go to something like that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I would. I mean, first of all, I, I, I would I, too. I would too. I grew up in St. Louis, which means it's not. This is not a volleyball community, like yeah. a volleyball vibe, volleyball culture. Like I had never even seen a volleyball net, like in person, until yep. I moved out here. Like it's volleyball and in it, Top Gun. Well, in person, <laughs> in person, because like volleyball is very much a coastal thing. Yes. It's big on both coasts but it's not big in the Midwest, or at least wasn't when I was growing up in the Midwest. So i had never really seen volleyball until my daughter started playing. Okay, It's really entertaining. It is a fun game to watch.
3: A new world record for women's sporting events, 92,003 people are watching women's volleyball in Nebraska right now. I'm watching some of the videos. The entrance that they came out to, the video board looked just like the football games, the same entrance. The fireworks, it is a sea of red at the stadium all the way to the top. You, there's people right next to the light poles, up on top. They can see California from where they're standing right now. It's amazing to see. You do know where they do the beach volleyball championships? I don't. Take a guess. It's uh, in the south.
1: In the south? Yep. The uh, beach volleyball championships are NCAA. NCAA in the South. Uh, Georgia? Alabama. Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> USC has wow, a, I would not have thought about that.
3: Remember uh, Dane Bland used to be a reporter for Fox Sports? He's yeah. the head coach for the women's over there. And then, of course, volleyball, you talk about Chris McGee, our friend from Spectrum Sports Net. Gator. Gator. his daughter Millie plays yeah. at MiraCosta. So volleyball is huge, right? You would think in Southern California, it's, kind of it's actually
1: women's volleyball and like girls' volleyball, high school level volleyball. It is apparently one of the fastest growing sports. Yes. Over, like, the last five years in this country. Like, yeah. I think now, like, if I had been growing up as a teenager in the Midwest now, I might be exposed to more volleyball.
3: Yeah, and when you—so, myself was in the basketball world, so those facilities that they play basketball, we'd get done with our tournament, and then they're setting up for volleyball. And you see some of these girls walking in 6'1", 6'2", and just ballers, just coming out there and flying. If you ever been up close for one of these elite games— have you ever been to a college volleyball game? Yeah, uh,
1: I took my daughter last year That's to awesome. a couple USC games. Fantastic. It was right? great. Girls
3: are flying. They all are over the
1: so. They have. Uh, she's now a sophomore. They had this freshman, I don't remember her name, on the team last year. And she was clearly one of the stars of this team yeah. as a freshman, which means if you're a freshman, like a true freshman star at USC, you are really, really good. Yeah. She was incredible.
3: Yeah, I'm going to send out a tweet that are. Um, if in the in the circle of trust, a, a picture from an airplane. The overhead shot is fantastic, but the reason I really want to get to this is because we all love the Magic Johnson Twitter account, mm-hmm. right? Bette Duran,
1: oh. Andy Kaminski. Oh, did Beto did uh, Magic have thoughts? Oh, did he share thoughts? The Magic
3: Twitter account. It's a verify too, of course. Magic, the Big Ten. You know, Michigan State athlete. He supports women's sports. He's yeah. out there. Magic Johnson, and I quote, there are so many people dressed in all red on the Big Ten Network. I'm blown away. Shout out to all the Husker fans that showed their support for women's athletics and the Nebraska volleyball team. Magic Johnson. And of course, he tags them Husker VB.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you know what, though? Any anytime there's an event in women's sports that truly becomes an event and like a story, it, women's sports, I think, have come a long way in terms of getting attention. Yeah. And, like, you know, be, becoming part of sports culture, like, in a more mainstream way. And, you know, I think there's been a higher level of acceptance, stuff like that. But it still, it benefits them so much when they really become, not just a story, but this is, like, a unique story. And this cool. is a, This is legit. Like, if you can get 90,000. Crazy. They're not wa- even getting that for football right now. Right. Mm. 90,000 is a massive Crowd.
3: Yeah, a world record: ninety-two thousand zero zero three. I mean, that's like
1: a- that's like the amount of people who show up this weekend to Beyonce, like it's oh. so fire, or Taylor Swift during this tour. That is a massive amount of people.
3: Yeah, and the Dodgers have a, a lot of cool stuff going on, and they do a lot of good things for the community. This Friday, Kobe's daughter will be throwing out the first pitch on uh, Kobe Night, and then um, this Sunday, Matthew Stafford will be throwing out the first pitch at Dodger Stadium.
2: Is Kelly going to be there?
3: (laughs) 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 Thank you. Well done. Well done. Um, Seriously. You you think she's not? I'm surprised she's not the one throwing out the first person. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but who will catch it? Oh, Matthew doesn't have a relationship with the ball boys at the Dodgers. Anyways, uh, coming up, big deal, no deal. Producer Lindsay, producer Laura here, Andy Kamnetsky, I'm Beth Duran, and you on 710
1: ESPN.
2: Take it away, Lynn. Take it away, Lindsay. <laughs> Beto, before we get into big deal or no deal, have I have, have bad news for you. Oh, uh, the llama's out. Not, oh, the no. llama's not out okay. it's about yet, you. but you have to find a new drink because apparently you stole corporate Greg's drink. I did? Yep. Was he in the email? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. He is. He okay. responded with that. He said you stole my drink, Beto, and you definitely did. Uh, okay. Well, then, um, okay. It's Greg? a Moscow mule.
1: Oh, that's what it is? Uh, is, the, that, yeah. is that what a Moscow Mule is? I don't drink those.
2: I believe it's very I similar. I mean, a Moscow Mule is. is
1: with vodka. It's...
2: I will Google. Jameson yeah. I... ginger ale, fresh lime juice, and mint. All right. Oh, no, wait. It's a mis- a whiskey Mule. A whiskey
3: All Mule. All right. All right. Well, I want bourbon, one scotch, one beer. All right. That's what I want. So I'm going to get a bourbon drink, and I'll have one for you tomorrow, Lens.
2: Don't don't tell me, you know. We gotta good. reply.
3: Well, to I do I'm, I'm done. I've, you I've,
4: know what? You you did what you had to do. You did your drink.
3: You're good. I, I, you know what? Here it is. I got a name. Deal Beto's Bourbon. Boom. Now.
2: I mean, I will say you replied all to the exact email where Greg wrote whiskey, ginger, lime. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) For for the
3: record, COD, I did not read all those emails. He didn't. uh, Clearly. Because
2: he was trying to fight me. We believe you, Beto.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, clearly you didn't. That's not my fault. This is why
3: I just tell you, just text me. I don't read emails.
2: You Uh, know what, Beto? This is not my department. I'm just trying to help you out, okay? Above our pay grade, bro. Whose is it? No, no, I'm
5: just... Yours I'm, and I'm happy. Yeah, I'm Morales''.
2: I'm happy to help yeah. out. I'm happy to help Legend out. I'm just letting you know that that there is a, an issue with your drink, and so if you wanted to workshop it on the air, that's cool. If Dealer's not, choice. that's cool too. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, Lindsay, Lindsay's not objecting to your drink. Morales Greg. is objecting. No, no, it's to your Greg.
2: Drink. Greg. Oh, it's Greg. Well, Greg, Greg. Again, it's no one's really objecting to it. But well, isn't this ultimately thing like Greg, Greg may have picked.
1: Greg may have objected, but ultimately it becomes Morales's thing to deal with. You know what? Correct. Mm, I, know. I think
2: they're just trying to do something cool for everybody at the event, and clearly uh, didn't pay attention to the part where Greg listed off his ingredients, and it was the exact same thing as Beto. So. All right,
3: we'll, we'll figure this out, Linz. Thank you so much.
2: Maybe you just do the same. Just do your whiskey and ginger. Uh No, I'm going to find something. I'm, you, know, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? Sangria, it's, bro. No, I, yeah, I,
3: I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get a sangria for the circle. Oh, we missed the opportunity, by the way. The circle way. grilla. Oh! The circle grilla? Yeah, the I circle like grilla. There it is. I okay. like that. The, the Timo knew, Beto's circle grilla.
4: I knew sangria had to get in there somehow, so there oh, you go. I, I
3: don't
4: even See, drink I it, thought
1: maybe. for a second, Lindsay, you were going to set this up with... Beto Duran has the same drink as Corporate Greg. Big deal or oh, no big deal?
5: I did tell her to do that. Well, I was, was like going no, to, but yeah. clearly
2: it's a big deal because yeah. we can't have two of them having the exact same drink, right? Yeah.
3: There you go. So just gi- reply
2: all and send See? that. Circle, we got. It.
3: No, I'm done enough. done enough emails for the week.
2: Circle No, no, Gria. no. Just just send the email, Circle oh, Gria. Gotta That's all you got to do, email. Beto, and we're done. Up. Okay. Well, send Chris the podcast. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Theo Beto's Circle Gria?
3: Circle Gria for the oh, Circle of Trust and the Llama. Okay, (laughs) Okay. I will reply out to that. What up, Liz? What we got?
2: All right, so there's an interesting story about an American Airlines flight from Southwest Florida International Airport to Dallas-Fort Worth when an airplane was delayed by two hours and ten minutes due to an unusual smell. So basically, uh, they spent an hour and a half searching for what the cause of the smell could be, and they assumed that it was some type of propane in the cargo, um, and kept asking customers if anybody had anything like that on, in their luggage, which nobody admitted to. So as they continued to search, continued to search, they found the source of the smell. It was a suitcase with rotting vegetables.
5: Oh! oh, and
2: yes. oh. Yep. And <laughs> they had to use a giant fan to eject the smell from the belly of a plane. Uh, so I feel like um, this is a really weird, a weird maybe not big deal, but a very weird deal. Would you ever get on a plane in a situation like this if it smelled so bad that you wanted to vomit?
3: Uh, that's a big deal. I'm not doing it.
1: It's a really big deal.
3: And I'm pretty sensitive with my nose. I'm and, very sensitive and to I, smell. And I deal Same. with a lot, especially because as much as we fly. But nah, nah, nah. You gotta ha- now, if it's a flight to Vegas, 45 minutes, I can deal with that. But cross country? No, 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 no. Now nah, we're complaining. What
2: about a flight from Florida to uh, Dallas?
1: That's nah, too far. I
3: just did it on Sunday. Nope, too far. Uh-uh.
2: Okay.
1: That's a long time to be with that rancid of nah, a smell. No,
3: nah, no, nah. no. Rotten vegetables? How did...
2: The funniest thing is how like they, they assumed that somebody accidentally like can't they, they thought maybe it was like lighter fluid or camping propane and they're like if somebody has it, you're not gonna get in trouble. We know people forget things like this Just tell us where it is so we can identify the bag and get it off the plane. Well here
1: becomes part of the problem. you're not supposed to be transporting vegetables and things like that. Like, the, these may have been sort of, like, black market vegetables. Like the smelly Un-
2: cheese from Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. yeah. My mom I mean, I,
1: I don't think you're supposed to be doing that.
2: Well, you can, I mean, you can transport small amounts of food. I've done it a million well, times.
1: not an entire suitcase full.
2: Well, I don't know the the details of it, but nonetheless, somebody had some rotting vegetables in their suitcase, which oof. is nasty. Like, who does that? <laughs> That's, That's disgusting. That's, oh my.
1: That's
3: oof. No. Nah.
2: All right, so you guys remember... I love hearing... how you find these stories, Linz. You're yeah, the best. I, <laughs> I really, I really got to dig for some of these sometimes, but that was a good one. Um, you guys remember last NBA season, referee Eric Lewis... Um, oh, had, yeah. ...had an investigation oh. into his social media activity because, remember, they found what they thought was a, um, a burner Final. account, basically, uh-huh. where he was uh, criticizing NBA referees and commenting publicly on officiating matters without approval... Well, turns out, uh, as part of this investigation or the ending of the investigation, Eric Lewis is now retiring effective immediately. Is this a big deal or no deal, Andy?
1: It is. It's a big deal because it feels like if he wasn't retiring, it would have turned into a massive deal. This was clearly a you want to go out quietly or you want to go out loudly. But either way, you're going out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it does the NBA some degree of favor if they can close this thing off with some degree of plausible deniability. But it also feels like if Eric Lewis wasn't willing to cooperate, they were going to keep investigating. And something something bad enough would have come out, again, led Eric Lewis to want to retire.
3: Yeah, big deal for sure. And the lead story on ESPN was about this. First of all, when you're an official, you don't ever want anybody to know your name, Right. And when it comes to something like this. Unless you're Joey Crawford. There it is. He wanted
1: everyone to know his name.
3: Joey Crawford. Joey Crawford. His brother's Jerry, the baseball. Yes.
1: Yes. Okay, Joey Uh, Crawford. So the
3: league is ending its investigation into a social media activity. Boom. You quit and that's it. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, though. He's only 52. He had worked a lot of games. Um, He had worked a lot of final games. That's a really
2: he's a veteran, veteran referee, yeah, but he's yeah. still pretty young.
3: Yeah, that's a six-figure gig right there, and you don't work all year long, i to risk your career for a burner account. This is why you don't do that. So, for everybody who accuses me of being G Alonzo and the Circle of Trust, that that's my burner. Hell no, I'm you. I'm if gonna you're tell you trying what to I'm get
2: fined and lose your job.
3: Exactly. <laughs> At all. I want to get, I want to lose my job for something that my name's
1: on. I mean, look, how many, how many people, (laughs) how many people we've seen high profile who've been caught with burners, Man, you know, Colangelo, Kevin Durant, like there've been so many people. You know what? There are a lot of executives that I know that have them
3: and I'm like, why? Like. You are so thin-skinned. That's, why? that's
1: Okay, that's actually the thing, is they so badly want to get the last word. Mm-hmm. They don't want to just take public criticism mm-hmm. and just realize, like, that's part of the gig. That is part of why you have so much power, so much money. It's because you are being compensated in part for being front-facing and people being in your business. And obviously... You don't want people getting out of control with this. You don't want yeah. them crossing lines, but criticism is part of the deal. And I remember it's part of the deal for what you and I do. Maybe,
3: maybe about a decade ago, um, Twitter, before Instagram, Twitter was really strong. And you can tell with the, when the burner counts were coming out, I'm like, huh, that person knows too much about what they're tweeting about mm-hmm. to only have. Eight followers. Right. Like, oh, you're giving me money details about a contract? Oh, somebody's Awfully in
1: plugged in egg yes, <laughs> that we're hearing
3: very, from. very, very, just stupid. There's, it's not worth it, man. Another example of losing your job over social media for being stupid.
1: Yeah, w- when we get later into uh, dealer's choice, I got something that is oh. along these lines.
2: Alright, so I probably should have done this one after the first airplane story, but, <laughs> but it's still a great Way story, and it I it love up. it. And I love it, okay? So, one airline plans to find out if solitude seeking travelers will pay an extra charge to avoid sitting near babies and little kids. Right here, that's me. (laughs) I've been saying this for years. I've even asked this question. Joe, kids out the street. (laughs) Radio, Tinder, big deal, no deal, whatever you want to call it. Corendon Airlines says that it will sell an adults-only zone, which is no one under 16, on flights between Amsterdam and Curacao starting in November.
3: That's a long flight.
2: Yes, they said that that flight particularly um, takes about 10 hours. And the airline announced last week that it'll set aside about 100 regular seats and nine extra legroom seats in their adult zone. And a wall or curtain will separate the section from the wailing masses further back. Um, The airline is going to be charging an extra reservation fee of $50 for the no-kids zone. Worth it. And $109 for one of the extra leg room seats in the no-kids zone. <laughs> is this a big deal or no deal? Because I think that every airline in the entire country should be doing this.
3: Uh, Yeah, it's a big deal. Uh, And they're, they're going to be able to charge as much as they want because there are only a few seats available for that, right? Okay, tell me again, where is this flight going from? Amsterdam from the, to Curacao.
1: Amsterdam is, to is, Curacao, yeah, the yes. Netherlands to Curacao and it's back. Ten,
2: it's a ten-hour flight.
1: And back, like, is it round trip?
2: No, one, I one. don't know, but one, I mean, they're, well, no, because I'm
1: thinking like nobody's, no adult is bringing their children to Amsterdam.
3: Well if you're a family?
2: No, no, I'm saying it's mean, from the Netherlands. <laughs>
1: so the Netherlands, right? Okay. So if you're if you're it's Dutch,
2: Amsterdam. and
1: you're going to Curacao, which okay. is also a Dutch property, but I'm thinking like round trip or whatever, they're going to be tri-
2: Obviously, people are if they found a need to create a separate see I wonder if they're zone. creating
1: something to get you to buy that in reality you wouldn't be benefiting that much from in the first no, place for I, this particular flight
2: too far into it and I think that there are plenty of passengers that travel from one country to the other regularly and just because it's like a you know seen as like a place where a lot of people go do drugs <laughs> and stuff and party that people party, assume party. why would you take kids there well it's, it's also a regular city
1: so I just saw this She's in the saying. circle of trust from uh, Freddie D at Clipper Freddie D you guys ever notice that whenever Beto is on, Greg and PV disappears. <laughs> ah. Thou doth protest a little too much about not having a burner, Beto. Oh
3: man. These fools.
1: But yeah, anyway, as
2: far as this <laughs> flight goes, um, I think I think I think that's a great idea. Is the curtain
1: though like is the curtain enough to keep you from being distracted or bothered by the kids? Like, if the kid is screaming, you're going to be able to hear it anywhere on the flight. You're right, kid but kid way in the back. In a Last 400,
2: row. In a 432-seat plane, okay. I think there's a big enough difference that would... It says a wall or a curtain. So, I mean, I don't know. If I'm in the front of the plane, I'm not going to hear babies screaming in the way back of the plane. I think it goes maybe, what, 10 rows, 20 rows? It's crazy. Before you stop hearing it?
3: Get rid of them. Of yeah, they, should, they, of off,
2: they offer it in hotels. They have no no yes. kids, adults-only resorts. Yep. They have adults-only cruises. Like, they, why is this not a thing on airlines? That's all. That's all. I mean, people will pay the the extra $50. And if they don't, they'll probably just sell them as regular seats anyway.
3: Yep. Do it.
2: Yeah. So I think it's a big deal. That's it for Big Deal or
1: No Deal. Sounds like it is a big deal. That's
3: it for Big Deal or No Deal. Thank you, Producer Lindsay. As always, great job finding these crazy stories that only you can find. (laughs) Uh, Coming up, though, uh, we got Dealer's Choice, Bethel Duran, Andy Kamenetsky. I'm still trying to figure out what's going on in Jason Statham's head right now. I see the wheels moving. I have no idea what's coming up on Dealer's Choice on 710 ESPN. Jam right here. Hollywood Nights. Hollywood
0: Nights. You know what that means? I mean,
3: Sedano and is winding down. Fellas enjoying final few days of vacation before they come back for the grind. They're going to work for, I was told,
1: 58 straight days.
3: Oh, that's Mason. Sorry about that.
1: You mean who, Cappy's ducking?
3: Yeah, Cappy's ducking. I can't wait for the Cappy to figure out what's going on, how he's going to apologize to Mashansky. (laughs) Bethel Duran and the Kamenetsky.
1: He's had a lot of time to think about it.
3: Great job, Producer Laura. Great job, Producer Lindsay. Uh, getting us through this show as we're trying to figure out exactly how do we not mess it up too bad here on 710 ESPN. And right now it's time for Dealer's Choice. What you got?
1: Well, we were talking before about uh, social media and how it can bring out the worst in people. And Michael Jackson's daughter, Paris, is responding to criticism that she did not publicly acknowledge Um, what would have been her dad's 65th birthday. She's 25 years old. She was on Instagram. And apparently, she was taking heat on social media because she did not celebrate her dad publicly, quote... So today's my dad's birthday, and back when he was alive, he used to hate anybody acknowledging his birthday, wishing him happy birthday, celebrating it, nothing like that. Uh He didn't actually even want us to know when his birthday was because he didn't want us to throw a party or anything like that. That being said, social media is apparently how people express their love and affection these days, and if you don't wish someone a happy birthday via social media, it apparently means you don't love them, that you don't care about them. She said that she's received harsh uh, harsh pushback over this, people wishing her death, things like that, and said that they are basically measuring my love for my father based on what I post on Instagram. Seriously, social media has made us so much worse as a culture. I say this as somebody who is on social media, engages. Mm. You want to say I'm part of the problem to some degree? Sure, whatever. I don't want to be a hypocrite, but my God. it. We were so not meant to be <laughs> as people connected to this many strangers to be able to interact with them loudly, often anonymously, with no consequences whatsoever, we as human beings are not wired for this. We're just not.
3: People just suck. And I agree with Michael Jackson because I'm one of those where I don't like making a big deal about my birthday, even though I'm a a Leo and a lion and full of myself. Uh, But when it comes to like the social media posts, this year I did on Instagram because my niece- posted me and asked them to repost it. And I'm like, ah. And it was a cute picture of step on me and everything else. And that led to the floodgates of everybody um, saying, oh, happy birthday. Which is that I appreciate everybody saying happy birthday. But I... (sighs) No shocker here. I boycott birthdays. Everybody's birthday now. So I don't repost people's birthdays. I don't wish them a birthday on social media. If I have your number, which is not Mm -hmm. too many people, I'll text you happy birthday. But I've gotten believe it or not in the past a couple like hey um you didn't repost my tag of you on your birthday i'm like really dude you're like 45 already come
1: on first of all it's like it's you're talking about your birthday someone tagging you for your birthday it's like you're asking me to do work on my birthday like this is my day this ain't about you it's about me
3: first of all all these like Birthday week, birthday month, all that—that's stuff. got to stop too. Yes, like, it does. You're old. Yes, Just stop it that. does. Um, but yeah, people suck. They're gonna go after her for no matter what. Like, first of all, she don't have a dad. Like he passed away. Like that's tough as it is, and a reminder. So, uh, besides I will that.
2: say though, like to her point, I know a lot of people do that. That's their thing. Um, a lot of my siblings and friends back home will do, like, these Instagram collages or Facebook posts. Yeah, yeah. It's one thing to, like, you know, you get the little reminder on Facebook, and it's like, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday. I, Whenever I see this, I will usually take the time to just click on the little reminder and just be like, oh, happy birthday, so-and-so. Yeah. Hope you have a great day. Sure. That's it's fine.
1: It, it's fine. But, like, the, it, it's one thing, like, if you're talking about, say, you know, Facebook friends that are like people that you actually know. Yeah. And yeah. like real friends. Right. Real friends and not you know, not work old, friends. Real also friends.
4: older because you know Facebook's been right. around forever or something. And like
1: you don't wish them a happy birthday. You know, it's not a federal crime or something like that, but you might feel bad in mm. retrospect, like, hey, you know, I wish i I wish I'd reached out to my friend, wish them a happy
3: no, birthday. Like I told my son don't wish me anything on social media text me
0: yeah sure call yeah, me like all the right. people Whatever. who yep. post yep. Yep. people oh, my, do it for
2: show
3: exactly this like, is what i get in so liz uh, um in the a lot of uh latino culture right you, they'll do oh happy mother's day they write this long message
2: about mother's day a, a picture of them and their mom from yeah, 10 yeah, years ago because they don't have a more recent no, one but no 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 not, they here, don't here. even call liz, their liz, mama
3: liz, liz, liz <laughs> how about this the mom don't speak english like why are you writing in, in English, <laughs> right. and then she doesn't see you. She doesn't. Follow, she don't have Instagram, and you're yep. writing this long post about. You know what? Why don't you go tell your mom this, who you haven't spoken to in a couple of years, We have Oh, you know, I need to be quiet.
4: But this is I, like a. No, but, but it's thi- true. It is like because because <laughs> be for quiet. me, like the fact that they came at her, like Bethel said, her dad's gone. And the fact that she knew her dad and knew that he wasn't someone that celebrated his birthday like that. So she's honoring him the way that he would want to be honored on his birthday.
1: Beyond that... As my mom says, bring me flowers when I'm alive, not when I'm dead. Beyond that, all of these people, they don't actually know Michael (laughs) Jackson. Right. Like, they don't, you know, they may have loved his music, they may have loved his art, whatever, but, like, they have no actual relationship. They may have Mm -hmm. a connection to him, but they don't actually have a relationship. She had an actual relationship. You're making this big of a deal, going at her this hard, again, like wishing her death. Yeah, over not properly, in their minds, properly acknowledging somebody that you yeah. don't actually know. No. And, mm-hmm. and, and that didn't know.
4: And the thing is, like, I used to be it ain't someone- It your business. Right. I used to be someone who- because you don't know, like, I'm lucky that my friends or my family does call me, text me, or what, you know, does the extra stuff for my birthday. Not everybody has that, unfortunately. So I always wanted, that's why for my birthday, I'm like, whatever. But I always try to go extra for somebody else's birthday because I don't I do it if I like them. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I don't do it for anybody. I get that, but for me, it's like I like just, we're all grown up already. We are. We're, we're like
2: you're in your forties. Stop yes, it. If you need to know happy birthday, I'm gonna text you or call you and tell you happy birthday. I get that. I need to make like the Instagram collage. So I'm else not saying that you, you need should. a happy
3: birthday text. Get over it. You got bigger issues than just oh, need I, a
2: happy I birthday like text. I feel you should probably at least send a happy birthday. No, text no. If you're getting mad, if
3: you're getting mad at somebody for the not texting you your happy birthday, man. you got No, but I'm not saying
4: someone because I'm saying some people just don't have that love and aren't shown that love. I'm just saying. For that, I'm lucky that I do. So when I was younger and like I was a little bit more on Facebook, I would be the person that's like, "Oh my God, happy birthday! I hope you had a great." Now I'm like, "Nah, bro, I'm too busy. <laughs> I'm too old for all that." You no, know, look, like exactly.
1: hey, Look, I'm on Facebook, so like once a year, I end right. up getting the birthday wishes, and sometimes from people that I really haven't heard from in a while. And it's like, look, it's nice. Like, it's nice. It's flattering. It makes you it feel, feel good. Right. It feels good. But again, these are people Not- no, that you- I actually. No. Have a circle gria and you'll feel better. These other go. people freaking out on Paris Jackson, they do Stupid. not know they Michael Jackson. They did not know Paris Jackson. Like you're doing this. <laughs> I don't care yeah, how much yeah. love you had for Michael Jackson. You're doing this on behalf of a stranger.
2: Yeah, why do you and why do you need to post my thing is again, like I I have no problem with like the Facebook things, even with people I don't know, because I notice when people post things for me and it makes me feel good, even if I don't know them. But the whole like acknowledging somebody else That's not even going to see it. Like, to your mom or your grandma that's not on Instagram or whatever, like, her dad's not going to see it. And we know why your mom she... do not like
3: you, anyways. <laughs> well,
2: right. <laughs> well, why, did, why does everyone need to see Whoa. her wishing her dad happy birthday? Like, that's between exactly. her and her dad. She probably oh, kind of uh, 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 you, did. You're the I mean...
3: strongest man I know. Yeah, then why did you give him so many gray hairs when you were 16? Why are you sneaking out still in his car? No, I'm...
4: but I remember um... Kirk for Mother's Day. I think it was. Like, Kirk, like some projection there, but.
1: You know, <laughs> like, I'm
5: projecting.
4: He, he didn't post his mom mom because she didn't like it like people have asked me why don't you share pictures of like your mom or your dad or your siblings for oh, like how these no. national like, 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 yeah and i'm like i don't like see, to po- i don't like to post my family like that they don't like it right and I if i do when, yeah, and if weird. i do post like a picture of my niece because that's my goddaughter i block her little face because i'm like you don't i mean it's it's just Cause she tells me, you know, she's on, she's seven, eight, and she has a phone, and she's like, I want to be on your Instagram, and I was like, No, it's just
1: yeah. the, it's protect like, the kids at the end of the day. Yeah, it's just the weirdest thing. Like, it'd be one thing if they were upset at Paris Jackson because on her dad's birthday she posted something negative about him. Like, right. was, like, yeah. like did that,
2: not post something. Right, they're the mad at him. Man. They're
1: mad at her because she didn't post about him at all. <laughs> yep. Like, that's the crime. Was you just didn't post? It's Get not that she it. said something bad about him. She just didn't say anything about him. So when are you back? I am gonna be on with Travis, I believe, tomorrow morning. So we're gonna do Ask Slee with you? Uh Ask AK, something like that. Ask sure. AK ten to one. You have yep. your Taylor Swift songs ready to go. <laughs> you know what? Okay. My daughter right now is in a very big uh Taylor Swift phase. So okay. I'm becoming quite familiar with the All catalog. Right. Good,
3: good, good. How'd you feel today's show went? It was fun, man. Yeah, it was good, right? It was loose. All right, it was it. All right. Um oh we- okay. Austin Reeves, good Laker.
1: Very good Lakers. we got to get
3: Laker talk in there somehow, way with you.
1: Well, locked. you can hear all the Laker talk yeah! you want, Locked on Lakers. <laughs> Available anywhere you get podcasts, five days a week, never behind a paywall. And for those who like to watch these type of shows, there is a YouTube component. I love this you should morning. be a subscriber, part of the 20,000-plus subscribers to the Locked on Lakers <laughs> YouTube channel.
3: I love that this morning you uh, tweeted, like, oh, for those who you want to see I always this. say,
1: for the sickos who like to watch. <laughs>
4: There is a YouTube component. There yeah. is a YouTube component. Where do you
1: component? record this at? Uh, home. Yeah? Yeah. Just like hey, Thanks for letting me know see. you don't watch. Huh? Well, in
2: case In case you guys didn't see, somebody in the circle just posted the story about the, uh, the ref. This was like 14 minutes ago about the ref that- um, Eric Lewis. Resigned, yes, to like post that story, to be like, hey, just so you guys see this, clearly you were not listening to Big Deal or No Deal because we covered that one already there, buddy.
3: (laughs) And don't wish us a happy birthday either. Just saying. (laughs) Yeah, so we covered a lot of ground today. We got Degenerate Golfer. We got uh, Degenerate Llama, uh, (laughs) Degenerate Drinker. We got all kinds of good stuff, though. Remember, though, the 710 ESPN Golf Tournament next Friday. Make sure you follow Morales' social media account because I want to see... He's living
1: his best life, I want to
3: see what new Sunday swagger he's going to have tomorrow, what he's going to have Friday, what he's going to have Saturday. So it's a lot of good times around here at this station. I need to go play some golf because I haven't played in a while because I have a busted shoulder. But I really got to figure out who I'm going to invite. And if I... If I go Sunday to see Messi, if I harass my friend, you know I will. Oh, God. you know I will.
1: That's just twisted and cruel. Yeah.
3: It's what I do. It's what it I is do. What you do, Laura, Lindsay, fantastic job, ladies. Thank you so much for helping me out. Uh, Andy, great job today. It
1: was fun. I fun will be back then,
3: tomorrow with somebody. Uh, be- Sedano and Kat, Beto and Andy in on seven ten ESPN.